everyone, this is the I'm Speaking Podcast with Marcy and Priya. Grab your favorite drink and join us to get our take on what's streaming and if it's worth the binge or not. Stay tuned and find out how many martinis we give it. Hey everyone, welcome to season 10 of the I'm Speaking Podcast. We are doing crimes, dramas, thrillers, all that fun stuff. And we are so excited to get started. Today's review is going to be The Good Nurse. Hey, Priya, how are you? How good. have you been? How are you doing, girl? Really good. I'm so psyched about our 10th season. It's so awesome. And I can't wait to start with crimes. It's like my favorite thing to watch. <laughs> I know, I know. So, super psyched about this. I know what I owe, I owe you that at some point we have to do a whole thing on sci-fi. I promise, <laughs> I promise yes. we'll do that. Yeah, um, I'm totally yes. holding you to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm super psyched about this. And I'm really excited about the first one that we're doing, as you said, The Good Nurse, mm-hmm. um, which is on Netflix. And um, I can't wait to talk about it. But I want to remind everybody, tons of spoiler alerts out yeah. there. If you haven't watched it, and you want to watch it, listen to us afterward. But do keep in mind, it is excellent. At least that's my opinion of it. It's excellent. So if you want to consider watching it, put us on pause, watch it, and then come back and see how many martinis we give it. Or maybe you like spoilers. Maybe you don't care. (laughs) I know. Actually, funny story, Priya, Uh that you would say that because I knew what the movie was all about because I had no intentions of watching it. So actually, my daughter, Sam, told me I just so you know my daughter Sam is a nurse yeah I guess she was you know attracted to watch this and she told me mom you have to watch this it is so good she goes it's based on a true story um you just have to watch it it's excellent so I told her nope I have no interest in watching it that sounds like I'm gonna suffer and it's gonna be sad and no I have no interest but what is it about so she told me the whole plot of Uh the movie which again is based on a true story and I thought, oh, that was interesting. But I was good there. I was fine with just knowing what it was about. Now I know. Okay, okay, I'm done. And then you and I started talking about crime shows. And I thought, okay, well, maybe maybe we should watch it, right? And mm-hmm. see what happens. Um, so happy I watched it, Priya. So happy I watched it. Even though I knew the whole storyline, the movie, to me, was definitely worth watching. Um, now, and isn't I, it based... Isn't it based on a true story? Yeah, a lot, of the, a lot of these movies and shows are based on something that's true, yeah. right? Yeah, so this one's really based, like, it's very factual. And I thought one of the most impressive impressive parts of the movie is how it ends because it gives you the facts of exactly how many people he killed mm-hmm. as opposed to how many they feel he killed in other words how many he confessed to versus how many they think he actually killed yeah uh yep. which was that was really sad and crazy mm-hmm. crazy it really makes you think you know if you're if you've ever been hospitalized or know somebody that's been hospitalized or anything like that like the possibilities of having somebody crazy is crazy <laughs> yeah well you know th- I, th- I definitely think that this story like touches home for everybody because mm-hmm. you know somebody's been hospitalized either you've been hospitalized you have to deal with medical bills insurance in this country is crap 
Um, So there's a lot of things here that touch home and really make you think about your own life and what you've experienced or what other people, you know, have experienced. Um, But if you haven't guessed already, so this this movie is about an infamous caregiver um, and how he's implicated in the deaths of hundreds of hospital patients. And it stars. He's a nurse. Yep. He's it stars Jessica Chastain and Eddie Redmayne. Hope I'm saying that right. But they both do an amazing job in this movie. The the whole plot of the movie is about how this nurse, his name is Charlie, how this nurse who comes in to work at a at an ICU in a hospital Mm -hmm. um, has a history of being let go from a lot of previous hospitals. And he becomes immediately friends with Amy it's the nurse that ultimately works with the police to catch him with what he's doing right Mm -hmm. um and so amy's having health conditions of her own she's a single mother of two little girls yeah and she's battling health issues like with her heart so because they both work the midnight shift he's there and he becomes a caring friend because he truly becomes a caring friend and every time that she's having a hard time um, with absolutely anything, he's there for her. So they have this friendship bond, which is a wonderful thing, except she doesn't know that on the side, he's actually killing patients. But she yeah. does realize it right away when immediately after he starts, they have like back to back ICU patients deaths, mm-hmm. which they don't usually have. So on an average, you lose one patient per month, right? Yeah. And that's a bad month. So the goal is always, obviously, for them to survive this. He's been working there maybe three, four nights, and there's already been two. Mm-hmm. So she's like, what the heck? Something's way off. And they have to call the police in for something that the hospital does for legal reasons. But they lose all the paperwork. They don't document most of it. And then they call the police just to tell the police so that so that they covered their trail, right? And it was the thing they had to do according to their insurance, but it's eight weeks later. So mm. there's no way of assuming the body of the lady that passed away. She was um, she was um cremated, I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there's no body. So the detectives keep thinking to them, so there's something off, there's something off. So long story short. Amy kind of betrays her friendship with Charlie to catch Charlie because she finds out that he is in fact killing patients. And so what he does is he injects, I want to say it's um, insulin into the IV bags just randomly. So there could be a whole basket full of um, IV, it's IV bags, right? Yes, IV bags. Yeah. So they have a whole bunch of them in baskets, I guess, where they keep all the medicines in those cabinets. And he just goes in with a syringe and he just pours the insulin in there. No, he injects it, I think, because at some point she finds them and squeezes it and she gets some like spray and stuff. Yeah. And that's exactly how she figures it out. Right. So (laughs) that's what the whole movie's about. Basically, had she not done that, right which was terrifying for her because she is terrified once she finds out who he really is and how attached he is not only to her but to her family her kids right to the point that there's that one scene when she gets home exhausted over exhausted she has health issues she's exhausted 
hardworking nurse. And now she's dealing with the police figuring out what he's doing. So she gets home and all of a sudden the nanny was sent home by him. Mm-hmm. And he's taking care of the kids. Yeah. And she's devastated between, oh my God, is he going to kill us? Or you know, am I <laughs> overthinking this or what is happening? So the movie's great. It keeps you like on your feet the whole time. And at the end, of course, it ends um, with him being caught and she gets him to confess. And that was the biggest thing. They had caught him, but they couldn't get him to confess. And without his confession, there's nothing because they have no evidence. Um, And so then that's it. He goes to jail and they charge him with ultimately Charlie back when they catch him, which happens in 2006, by the way, is convicted of 29 murders and sentenced to 11 consecutive life sentences. However, they feel that there was actually an estimated 400 victims. So it's, it's crazy stuff, Mm -hmm. like just crazy, crazy. Well, the 400, Um, so the 400 comes from him jumping from hospital to hospital to hospital. So these hospitals, rather than dealing with the red tape and bad marketing or any of those things, they find reasons to fire him because they've noticed single one covers up the murders. Yeah. They they find an uptick in the deaths and it all leads back to him and it has to do with insulin. And I think there was another drug too, that he was putting into the, into the bags. And, um, and even in some cases he forms relationships with some of the nurses. So she, Jessica's character finds a person from a previous hospital that she happened to be friends with a long time ago. And that, per- that, that friend started a relationship with him. And then it got, just got really weird. <clears throat> and then they had to Where end. He becomes obsessive. Yes. He gets obsessive. So I think a way of him, like sort of covering what he's doing is befriending a nurse that he's working with. Um, and in this case, Jessica's, Jessica's situation was really tough for her. Cause as you said, she was, she had a heart issue. I think she had to have a heart transplant. A heart, yes, which she did. And I think she lives in North Florida now. Yeah. Yeah. And um, she she had to wait six. So this movie uncovers a lot of holes in our insurance companies. Um, yes. And, our and hospitals. hospitals. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And how hospitals overcharge you for stuff because they're charging insurance. Blah, blah, blah. We all know the story. Right. So um, she had to wait six months in, for her insurance to kick in because she had just started the job at that um at that ICU and because she couldn't use the insurance or, you know, really pay for good health care, He took it upon himself to like rig the, I guess they have a medical system where they can take out pills yeah. um, and, and he, he rigged knew it. how to rig it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And take out the pills and he would give her what she needed without it being detected in the system. Right. And, um, towards the end when the hospital is like involved in stuff, it, it's revealed that, they knew what was happening, but because it's not really recorded by the system, they just like mm-hmm. dismiss they it. They didn't want to have to deal with the sue, the sues that they would get from these patients. The, li- the liability. The, yeah. Right, the liability. The right. liability. And all of this happened in, at least where he was caught, happened in West Orange, New Jersey, which is where he was from. So yeah. all these hospitals were like in the Northeast section um of the united states but it was it was insane Mm -hmm. and that really tense moment at the end where 
he um, he's at the house and he dismisses the babysitter. Mm-hmm. You no, know, I didn't. I I don't know what I would. She was so calm. She tried to stay so calm in that situation, and she knew how to talk to him, and she figured out a way to get him out of the house. But those little girls, like they developed a relationship with him too, you know, and he, yes. her oldest was struggling and she was doing acting thing and he was helping her, her little girl so much with dealing with um, uh, her part and, you know, just presenting it well, whatever. Um, so that was tough too, because she had, there was no father figure around and he sort of like filled that space for that moment. Right. Um, and he was a father himself because he was married back in 1987 when he was studying to be a nurse. Yes. And- he had two little girls. He had, they were three years apart. And his, I think the biggest red flag that she catches out of it is when he says, she's crazy. She left me because she's insisting that I killed our dog. Mm. And that to Amy was a big red flag. Like, oh my God, you really are a psycho. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Okay. So here's, so here's a crazy thought I had while watching this movie. I thought that the hospital was in on it. So oh. when uh, either when uh, ICU or hospital wing is packed, they need to make room for other patients that have better insurance. Um, or they get more money if somebody dies. And I don't, I don't know if there's payouts from everything that that's involved with someone dying in the hospital and the procedures and everything that have to be done. So I actually thought that the hospital might be in on it, uh, on people dying and that they were telling him. So before I, you know, everything was finally revealed at the end, you know, for a hot minute, I was thinking that they were telling him to kill these people just to, just to um, uh, inject the insulin. And that's why they were dismissing it because the hospitals planted him there to do right. it. As to opposed to the liability fear. Yeah. And that because some insurances don't pay a lot of money. So they have, I mean, and that happens in real life. Like people, they get moved along because they don't have good insurance. So they keep you in there for like a day, you're outpatient or whatever. But if you have really good insurance, they want you there for a couple of days to milk the insurance. Oh, we know that you and I had this conversation. The last time Raquel was hospitalized, remember? Yeah. I told you that she was leaving um, on her own because there was no reason for her to be there. And they were upset that she was leaving. Excuse me. She had been there for several days. Yeah. And when she said, that's it, I'm signing the papers and I'm just leaving on my own. That's what the girl, that's what Jessica's character said in the show. Because at some point she gets hospitalized and she says the same term. I forgot. I can't even remember the term. AMA, I think it's called. AMA, yes. Yes, right? She says the same Um, thing. Right. Because you're leaving on your own terms and you're Mm -hmm. taking your own, I guess, your own chances or your own liability yeah and so when Raquel did that of course Raquel had Samantha who's a nurse guiding her and tell her you don't have to stay absolutely not that would be you know kidnapping no of course you can yeah. leave you just have to re- sign the release paper saying you're leaving because you want to leave it you're AMA and yeah. so Raquel requested the paperwork they gave her a hard time about it but eventually she got the papers she signed them we packed everything we were walking out and the head nurse came back and said oh wait um, we, the doctor is going to release you. Mm. So Raquel says, no, what do you mean? He's going to release me. I already signed the paperwork. And she goes, oh, no, no, no. But they're releasing you. So if you don't mind, can we cancel that? 
and can you just be released by the hospital? Mm. This way, your insurance won't give you a hard time. No, they're going to get, get the hospital right? hard time. Exactly. So Raquel says, oh, um, okay. So of course, she doesn't want to be confrontational or anything. She's like, sure, no big deal. As long as I'm leaving now, whatever, no problem. Mm-hmm. So they dismiss the AMA and they actually release her. The doctor releases her. So we leave, we get in the car, we're talking about it. And then Samantha says, she's the one that brings it up. And she says, actually, they're probably doing that because you had insurance because Mm -hmm. God, we, I mean, Raquel and I saw some patients that were really, really in bad shape, weren't even hospitalized. And Raquel, who I'm not saying was not as ill, but definitely didn't need to be there as long, had insurance. Mm. So they were keeping the insured and they were sending home the uninsured. And the minute that they would get somebody with an AMA, that's a red flag for that hospital. Yep. Saying, oh, hey, you're keeping people that are insured, right? Because mm-hmm. you won't see somebody uninsured signing an AMA. Yep. Um, so that was like a, a true life experience. And that was, oh my gosh, a couple of months ago. No more than that. And that's so, so ironic that this yeah. movie and came that was out. And that yeah. was at, I mean, full confession here that was at a baptist hospital Mm -hmm. in homestead which is a low income area Mm. so they probably don't get a lot of insurance people insurance so they probably you know got to work their numbers out Mm. and it's so sad the system is like this these pharmaceutical companies insurance companies they make a crap ton of money and the whole system is just really messed up so it takes you back to the show, right? So I think the show had so many components that made it so interesting. I mean, it was real life. So I think that's the most interesting, right? That this yeah. was a, this was factual. Uh, but the point of view of the hospitals, the point of view of this nurse and her friendship, and then um, the, the serial killer that was close to her family, her health concerns, and how insane that she's going, working at a hospital, and dying from within herself because of insurance. It's just like, a, it's crazy. It blows yeah. your mind. Um, but anyhow, I think everybody should watch it. If you haven't already, we would love to know how you felt about it. So share it in the comments and, and let us know how you, you know, what your point of view is. Of well, the- how many martinis did you give sure. it? But <laughs> going to martinis, I would have to give this movie five. Yeah. I would give it five. It kept me engaged. I think it was excellent. I loved everything about it. The acting was great. Um, the plot was, well, obviously it was a true story with a great plot. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think the way that they, I guess, shared the whole experience of what happened with us to me was was great. So yeah. I would give five martinis and highly recommend it. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Five martinis. Um, the anxiety was there, the the mystery was there. Mm-hmm. You even felt for the, the perpetrator, the nurse, mm-hmm. Charlie. You felt for him a little bit at the end. So, I mean, there was a lot of components in this movie, but it really kept you captivated, as you yeah. said. And so to get five martinis, full disclosure, to get five <laughs> martinis from both of us is rare. So <laughs> that says a lot. It's a good one. Yeah. So we, we hope you enjoy it. And then we hope you share with us your thoughts on it. We'd Absolutely. So definitely stay tuned for this season. We have so many great movies that we are watching and reviewing and giving or not giving martinis. Yeah. 
all the things. Uh, so make sure you check us out, follow, share, like, all that great stuff. And tune in for the next episode. That's right. We'll see you at the next one. Bye, everybody. <laughs>